Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Chani K. He's an artist, musician, hacker, founder of XJ Music. He's also a podcast host, XJ Music Podcast. Welcome to the show, Chani. Thanks, AJ. It's great to be here. You are welcome to the show, Chani. You are welcome to India in this online form. And I'm sure not just in India, but a lot of people across the globe will benefit from what we are going to talk about. We'll be talking about technology, music, and live streaming. But first, to understand about you, Chani, I don't know much about music. You are you know much more about it. So help us understand why you have focused so much of things about um, around music. Who exactly is, because you are very much, you know a lot about technology also. How have you made these things meet together? And also a bit about XJ Music so that the audience understands fully who they are listening to. Sure. Well, I'm originally from Chicago, Illinois, and my background in music started with piano. And I also got into DJing uh, early on. And I was also just always working with computers, always taking apart computers, learning programming languages as a hobby. And I got into the demo scene, which actually was kind of headquartered in Finland at the time. And computer programmers would compete against each other to create musical compositions that were like actually made out of code. So on the one hand, you asked me, you know, how did I get into music? And I think that music found me. It's something that has always for me been uh, just such a source of joy and inspiration and passion. And I've just always loved music and loved performing music. And as somebody that was working with technology and just always had this fascination with building things, it was pretty natural for those two to come together. And so my earliest forays in music were in this format, the demo scene, and they call it tracking, where you're using a lot of code, you're using samples. It's actually music that sounds a lot like early video game music because it's made with the same technology and a lot of the same people that were building that music uh, were also the founders of the demo scene and as i got into high school and more into djing and you know throwing parties i was just part of the sort of group of people at, at my school that would throw the parties i also got into producing more music and performing music live and I just, I really just love the power of music to communicate with people, whether it's in a live form uh, to unite people. And even when it's recorded and broadcast or in a film, the power that music has to move people emotionally. Absolutely. Absolutely, Charlie. So to understand from you a bit more about uh, music, how do you see music nowadays? What is music? Because even now, you know, artificial intelligence is creating music. So how do you see, as an artist, how do you see that part of music? And also, you know, how do we then in these times, uh, because artificial intelligence is not going to go away soon. So how right. do we calibrate uh, the real music as well as this yeah. AI music in today's time? Especially, you know, from coming, who knows both the world, from that world to the present world, how do you see it? and how? Do we mitigate any risks here? Because you are also, you know, much more about, you know, uh, software, you know, about technology, and you also talk about connecting software with media and obviously music too, if I understand. Sure. And we'll sort of work backwards. Like you said, 
artificial intelligence is not going anywhere. It's incredible how convincing images are, especially these days generated by AI. And the startup, the product that we've created, the technology that myself and some of my partners have built over the last few years, on the surface, it seems like it might be in that space because this is generative music. But I'll tell you that XJ Music has really been built on the principle that music is human and that no matter what technology is the intermediate, media itself, right? Something that's in the middle between humans and other humans, that nothing will ever replace communicating a message that is fundamentally a human experience to another human being. And what we're seeing with AI, you know, and I do think it's important to call it in this context, machine learning, right? Whether it's a language model, um, models that draw on music uh, in order to create more music, we highlight that that is still a media. And whether you're using a tape recorder to copy some music and play it for other people, and maybe you remix it, you could cut up tape in order to remix that music. You could use a sampler to remix music. You can use a computer to remix music. And even if you're using a very complicated neural network and a language model, you are still fundamentally taking music that was created for some purpose by people. You're curating it and you're remixing it. And one thing that I really am looking for uh, in terms of the future of AI and generative media, whether it's music or visuals, is better attribution. You know, I really wish that we were seeing more attribution when people are using language models and they're using machine learning and neural networks in order to generate visuals or music. I wish that we were attributing the music and the visuals that that came from, you know, that they used to train those neural networks. So we are seeing some very, a uh, very, very fascinating, you know, bleeding edge, like, for example, a tool called Suno that's been, you know, all the rage recently. It's extremely cool. But again, I'm disappointed that we're not attributing the sources there. And on the one hand, this allows huge numbers of people, right? It just allows anybody to feel like they created some music. And that's interesting, right? You know, this experience to say, like, I made this music because I typed in a prompt and this music came out and it's not that different in a way from being a dj we know the the role of the dj uh in, in front of an audience you know you have that immediate experience of actually being the person in front of the audience and you're producing the music you're putting the records on you're choosing the music you're mixing the music together and the crowd you know gives you credit for that music to some extent but that's already something that audiences understand. Okay, if I want to understand who's behind that music that I just heard that DJ play, I'm going to follow up with that. And, you know, the idea of an artist and, and relating to an artist as a person and wanting to experience what they have to say, um, I don't think that's going away. And actually, to make a comment, I sort of um, really recently actually was um, at a wedding uh, that was between an American family and an Indian family, the husband and wife, and they had a lot of Punjabi dance music on. And I was really impressed, really amazed, and really inspired by uh, how much the audience uh, was calling out for their favorite songs, and that these songs have got rich history sometimes, whole narratives, or they come from films, you know. 
and there's depth to it. There's a there's an experience there. So it's not just about the sounds that we're replaying, but all of these cultural connections that go along with that. Absolutely, absolutely, Charlie. Let me understand it for the audience through XJ Music. What is XJ Music all about? You know, and uh, how do you, what do you do there? And how should people connect with XJ Music? Is it to listen music? Is it to create music? Is it more about business? Help us understand. That is quite interesting. That will be interesting to understand. Sure. Well, you know, cutting to the chase, XJ Music is a music engine. We're hoping to work with major video game studios, uh, maybe live streamers in the future. But I really think the best case, the most exciting case that we found is in video games, where, um, you know, the biggest video games that are out today, and this is still a, a category of media that is getting a huge amount of investment. And um, the, the creative professionals that work on video games are still investing an enormous amount of time composing music, uh, recording it, performed live in studios, producing those recordings, mastering those recordings. And when they get to the actual final stage of putting the music in the game, that's where it turns out that the options that you have are kind of limited. And you have some really, really cool frameworks like FMOD and WISE are some of the tools that the biggest video games use in order to sort of code the music into the game so that it can change depending on what you're doing in the game. And what we've created, XJ Music, is a really powerful framework for people working on video games to put the music in the game in a much more dynamic way so that depending on what the player is doing, uh, the music is it's not just going to fade from one song to another or you know increase in volume like it's really making a lot of dynamic and and random choices in order uh, for that music to continue to be interesting even when you play that game for hundreds of hours i'll make a note also that we for for some time we actually had an app that you could download and listen to some example streams that we were running in the cloud that was really fun actually and and we did actually build up some listenership but we got past the free tier on Amazon Web Services. And we had a, a really good month where we shipped like two and a half million chunks of audio in one month. And when I got the bill for, you know, our success, essentially, I realized that there just wasn't a model, a business model to sustain that at this time. But it would be exciting if, if a company in the future uh, saw the opportunity to use this technology to do live streaming also. Okay. Okay, and what is the business model? How do you earn? Means uh, if you continue to just uh, create a business, but you don't earn, uh, then you won't be able to grow grow this particular thing. And in terms of usage, how do you use your music into a video? Uh, then is it is it different than any other music? But then there is there you can't go beyond use fair use, and and uh, obviously your uh, there might be copy strikes and uh, copyright strike and all uh, all those issues. What about your music? Do you charge for music usage? How does one experience your created music from XJ Music? Right. And everything that we've created is completely original. So I've worked with friends of mine that are professional musicians, and they have okay. created original compositions to demonstrate the technology. And you can go to xjmusic.com. You can check out on our YouTube channels. We have some examples of that music um, that's running. Um, but not it's not running live 24-7, you know. What we're really looking for is musicians out there, uh, music producers and people that are working on video games especially, or honestly, if you just have a really interesting music project, talk to us. We're 
actually very open to letting people use the technology right now in their own music projects. So it's not so much about the music itself, but using XJ Music as a tool for music creators. Uh, what we're hoping to do is work with, to get a deal with a video game company and through licensing the technology to be used inside of the game, um, you know, that, that company would also be producing their own original content. So they're gonna own the copyright to that. And perhaps, you know, video game companies already release these albums, right, of the original soundtracks of games, and people really enjoy listening to that. So if they built the game soundtrack using XJ Music, they would consider perhaps running a 24-7 live stream of this copyrighted content that they already own, but it allows people to listen to it for much longer time, you know, and have it still be interesting. Uh, another possibility is let's say a major artist a recording artist who's produced an album and they have a body of work and they're taking that work on tour they have background music in the venues you know while they're on tour and so xj music would be a very interesting option for them to have that music you know that that ambient music that's getting the audience ready for the big show uh, and have that be something that's really dynamic and interesting and actually different every single time even if you have people going to the show multiple times Right, right. So, how do if uh, should musicians or people who are creating music, say from this part of the world in India, and they want to get associated with XJM music? So, is uh, should they consider or can they consider uh, XJM music also some sort of a marketplace? Can they think of earning mm -hmm. some money by you know putting their money uh, their uh, music onto your platform and others can use it? I would say that we're not doing that at this time. You know, when I described running an app for a while and deciding that that model didn't work, at least for for us, because I've been bootstrapping this project. You know, it is uh, definitely a possibility, especially if uh, there was someone who wanted to work with us as a partner to create that market. You know, if you know that you have a platform where you could take a technology like that and really put it to good use, because what you're saying makes sense. You know, we just needed to focus uh, in just a very small team, bootstrapped startup business. Um, what I really realized is that the most valuable commodity is time. And so we were spreading ourselves too thin, trying to build out an entire platform and deal with the monetization oops, of the music as well. So it's very interesting what you say. And I think that in the future, we'd love to do that. For now, we're really interested in people who essentially already understand their market or where they would use the music and how they would monetize it and are looking for a really interesting technology to to work with in their own space. Absolutely, absolutely. And and you see, recently I was talking to another person, uh, another of my guests, and we were talking about music licensing. So I guess mm. a lot of people are now getting into that line. And you also talk about live streaming. How do you utilize your your music into live streaming? Because that is going to be a big market. That is already a big market with lots of you know people wanting to go live streaming because you interact yeah. with the audience. You do not have that pressure of editing and all that. You just are live, like we are live. But this is this is a different sort of a live streaming. This is much more of an interview. But that live streaming is also entertainment, sure. interview also, and so many other things. So that's a big market. How do you, yeah. how does that work in case you are thinking of that live streaming part, getting XJ Music into live streaming? Then I will also be tempted to use one <laughs> of your things. You know, Absolutely. 
Yeah, and we, you know, we have there's these three pieces of music that we developed ourselves that we're uh, very happy to let people use actually. And this is one of them is ambient music, another one is lo-fi hip-hop beats, and another one is house music. And we're sort of working on variations of that, like synthwave. What you could do as a streamer is run XJ Music on the side of the live stream and just, you know, it, it really exposes a pretty simple series of buttons depending on the musical composition right so it's it's very customized to the specific composition and at different points in your stream you can hit these cues in order to have the music change and it's not just gonna you know suddenly fade or cut over but it really evolves in a very organic way as if you kind of have this musician or a, a musical group playing along with you um every any given composition in xj can be designed differently so when you deal with a video game you know it's very customized for that and you know we would love to work with especially if you have something like a news broadcast um, where the, it's fairly high value entertainment and they know their format so our musical team could work with them in order to come up with something custom which once created they can use every day absolutely absolutely i come from a news background though uh, this mm. this is a podcast sort of a thing but you know that that sense of news is always there in you want to bring that energy that sense of relevance sense of importance sense of use and value so that thing is always there and it you know yeah. whatever way you put it the ultimate thing that people are looking is either value information or entertainment and right mm. now we are also going on say uh, right now we are also going on twitch on youtube as well as facebook and later on we'll put it out on audio podcast and other platforms so it is good and 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 people want to know about you know exam uh, music right now and, and it gives a good platform like now i don't know this is from twitter thing but somebody mm. wants to know about exam music there so it creates that <laughs> curiosity and more curiosity leads to you know more information more uh, more understanding of good things that are available online and everywhere so that is good i i like this concept of yours one thing I want to understand uh, from you, Charni, is you talked about an Indian wedding in terms of, and you know mm -hmm. about music, you also know about software. A lot of music that was created initially, a lot of software that came in was uh, there to help, you know, iron out those technical difficulties. Mm -hmm. But what happened was a lot of people who were, uh, who were not uh, actually, you know, singers or real things. A lot of people started getting into that line and mm. that created a lot of a bit of a discord i'm much more of a traditional person i would like to listen to a real singer or i would like to listen to an artificial intelligence created music knowing fully what but a non-singer becoming a musician right. or a singer through the use of artificial intelligence or through the use of all the technology that's a bit different like in Beatles, they created that old song. Well, using that technology is still understandable. Mm. You bring that old world, people will have different. But a non-singer becoming that, that's happening a lot even in our Bollywood. I want to get mm. your understanding of this. You know, uh, uh, that good singers are there, but because I'm a star or celebrity, I can start singing using, whereas my voice will be very right. discordant. Nobody would want to hear me in real life. <laughs> I appreciate what you're saying a lot. And I, I also agree that I, I just, I don't know, I, I like the real thing as it were. And what we've been trying to do is offer a tool to people that have devoted their entire career to creating music. Just, we want to give people a way of producing music that is dynamic and, you know, has all of these 
potential for randomness and generative abilities, um, but it's actually raising the bar in terms of kind of how much musical thought needs to go into it. XJ is not really automating anything for you uh, if you're not a musician. It's not something that is going to help a non-musician press a button and make music. Our target audience are composers, producers, people who have already devoted you know, a, a lot of time to thinking about the music that they want to make. And we find ourselves in this world now where, as you say, uh, you know, a lot of non-musicians have tools to maybe be able to feel like they're creating music or, you know, sing people that can't sing at all, whether it started with auto-tune or now just complete generative models. So potentially somebody that was doing that could then, you know, also run the music that they make through XJ Music. But what we're really hoping for is for people to really kind of push the envelope in terms of uh, very handcrafted organic musical compositions, which then are just being played back in an interesting way, you know, or, or with, with random different possibilities being created every time you hear it. Absolutely. Absolutely. As I said, there is room for everyone, but it uh, and the whole world is changing. So it is good to see you bringing different options to the people. And also, you know, there is so much to, I'm not a musician. I know nothing, but I can be a good listener. So I listen mm. to music whenever possible. And it is nice to listen to, you know, so many new voices also coming up in terms of music business. And, and people want to mm. understand. So uh, you have a podcast also, XJ Music Podcast. Tell us about that. What can uh, people learn more about all these changing times, changing sort of music from your podcast? Sure. You know, and it also started with uh, wanting to just tell people more and be more transparent about exactly what we're doing. So much of what I see on social media and out in the internet is just glorifying technology as this general purpose solution to all these things. And so when we thought, how can we show the humanity of this project that we've built, uh, we really just want to invite people into our lab. So, you know, the first couple episodes, I interviewed the, uh, the team that we you know, worked with to actually create the technology and the original composers. So it's very, uh, very detailed and, you know, not even for everyone, but especially for music nerds, uh, you know, I think it's very interesting. And then from there, you know, we want to continue to interview musicians and music producers and uh, get some people's take on artificial intelligence on how that's affecting them. Um, but really also invite people to use XJ Music and find out what they think about it firsthand, you know, and we're putting ourselves out there kind of being vulnerable and transparent and just inviting people into the process. Absolutely. Absolutely. So a lot of people who would want to know more about you, about your company, what is the best and also people who would want to, you know, be <laughs> professionally engaged with your company. What is the best way for them to connect with you? Check out xjmusic.com. You can see the podcast on there. You can read about uh, the software and you can dive right in. We're very excited to let people try out what we built and uh, work with you directly to help figure out how you can realize some interesting new possibilities using XJ Music. Wonderful, wonderful. All this money that is being talked about, it will certainly be a lot of music to a lot of musicians, the real ones, yeah. and even those who are doing it for fun. At the end of the day, it's all about entertainment. With this, yeah. it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. 
Thank you so much indeed for joining us. Thank you, AJ. Thank you.